Greetings. I'm Shreya. Flynn. Kellogg. Alma. March. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had left the Coldcrest Outpost, where a uh, a drow by the name of Kellick had been working as a medic along alongside a dwarven man named Jarnan Frostthane. He had been uh, recently kicked out of the uh, the group that was stationed there, and among, uh, amidst packing his things, he was greeted by a group of adventurers, you could call them, um, by the names of Shreya and Flynn. Um, they had a, a bit of a problem that they had come across, that uh, Shreya's commune in the forest was being attacked by mysterious forces, and Flynn was there to uh, sort of help him out. Um, a little bit later in the day, once once you guys were finished with your packing, um, you guys had discovered a couple of bodies that had washed up on shore. Um these were the bodies of Ulma and March. Um, upon waking up, you guys discover, discovered sort of a mysterious past with them. Um, and uh, after a, a awakening of a couple of the dead bodies within the tent and a fight with zombies ensued, um, you guys decided to all gather your things and leave together um, for the commune within the forest. You guys left Coldcrest Outpost and met a, uh, a fisherman, an older fisherman, who was able to uh, barter with you guys a little bit. Some drawings were exchanged for a boat, um, and you guys were able to head up river into the forest. You guys noticed there was some sort of mysterious happenings within the forest as well, uh, some shadows that weren't quite uh, adhering to the way that shadows normally do, and that the branches of the trees were sort of reaching out over the water like arms and limbs and fingers. You guys had continued down the river and uh, were attacked by a water weird, a water creature that attempted to uh, suck some of you into the water and and attack you. But you guys all defeated that creature and continued moving along down the river. So, moving along the river, you guys are sort of beginning to pick up pace. Um, the the rapids are sort of coming back into uh, into effect, and there are rocks everywhere, and you guys are beginning to have to dodge with your oars all of these uh, treacherous waters. You look off on your right and on your left, and these shadows begin to emerge from the trees and uh, extend out over the water and reach out towards you guys. And the limbs of the trees begin to move in in weird ways and almost begin to look like they're reaching out, trying to grab at you. And it doesn't look like there's any anywhere to go until you look off in the distance to your left. And you can see just a, a, a little bit of a beach there, a little bit of a respite between the trees. There's some sand and there's a little bit of an alcove for you guys to possibly stop at. You guys don't see any other place to stop on your right and left. So as you guys are moving down this river, what would you guys like to do? I believe that March and Alma are steering. We're the ones yes. with paddles. Yes. So 
I have the, do I have the glowing paddle? Did I take that from Kellick? You did. Ye- yes. Okay. Yes. And it's still glowing now, right? Uh, it, it, uh, DM, has it been more than an hour since I... It, ha- it hasn't, no. It's, it's only been a couple minutes since your last encounter. Right. Hey, March! Should we go there? And I, I point to the little area, and I start kind of, like, shifting my paddle to go that way. I would prefer that. I think after our last two experiences involving boats, I'd like to never see one, or at least for some time. Let's Let's go. DM, sure, we're talking. Sure. We're talking sort of an outcrop, like a like an alcove, or is it a cave? How much of it can we see detail-wise? Is there? As you guys are approaching it, and at this point, it is approaching pretty fast. Um, it just looks like a little bit of a beach, um, possibly with with some rocks there and a little bit of sand. Yeah. Uh, after you know, getting my uh, flesh a bit torn off by uh, water, it might be nice to be on dry land for a spell. Yeah, I think we all Shraya. could uh, use use a, use a breather. Shraya, do you see any of the symbols you're looking for over there? I'm not sure. Let me look. Shraya, I'm going to have you make a perception check for me. Oh, critical fail. Ooh. Mm. Um, looking around, you're, you look around for that, that signature sort of glow that, that these trees have, and you don't seem to find any. All of these shadows around you seem to be uh, overtaking the area. Uh, nothing I can make out at the moment. Don't know what's going on. There's usually telltale signs all over the place in this in this wood. You know, sometimes whenever I'm having trouble with stuff, it just, you know, it's kind of just because I'm hungry. Maybe we should just take a break. You saw those fish, Shreya? I don't know if we brought those with us. Did we leave all of them with, uh, with the fishermen? I still have two here. However, they still need to be cleaned. Right. And I open my uh, wing out and they're uh, two fish kind of stuffed uh, between some of the feathers. Shreya, you should get a bag. <laughs> you should get some kind of... Oh, no, I, I have a bag. I, I prefer keeping my fish here to dry them out. Speaking of stuff stuck in your feathers, how are the crystals? Are they giving you any irritation? Do you need an ointment or something? And then I open my wing over on the on the other side and say, Yes, they are quite uncomfortable. Uh, I might take you up on that box offer that you had mentioned before. That's why I put it in my bag, buddy. They are quite irritating. <laughs> All right, I'm, well, I'm going to start rowing towards the <laughs> beach <laughs> just a little faster. Just, yeah, Oma and I are yeah. just a little bit faster. Look at each other like, yeah, we got to get to shore. Uh, do, do they seem to be, like, does the boat seem to be shifting easily toward the shore or, or are they having difficulty? Um, yeah, it, it seems to be a, a pretty easy task to be able to, the, the waters are sort of turning into rapids, but um, it, it's not like, extremely treacherous. So you guys are able to uh, sort of maneuver your way over. Is it on the southern side? Because I know we're going north up the, the trail. Uh, is this alcove on the southern side or the northern side of the yeah, forest? Yeah, so this trail, you guys are, are heading up the river into the forest. Right. Um, so it is going to be on your left. So that is going to be uh, the northern side. Okay, of cool. the towards, that... towards the center of the forest. Yeah. Got it. Yes, Got it. yes. Cool. Good. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's pull it up over here, and uh, I guess we can just leave it here for now. And then, if we, we want to use uh, it when we come back, we can. 
Yeah, try to maybe tie gonna... it up so it doesn't, or just make sure it's completely on dry land so it doesn't. Get... Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go uh, just look for some some wood so we can maybe start a fire uh, and cook these fish. Is anyone yeah. else hungry? Do you uh, need help? Sure, come with me. I'm yeah. gonna take the ore with me because it's glowing. Okay. It's like my little flashlight. I'm just holding on to it. <laughs> it's like the. It's like twice your height. <laughs> so I don't as care. you guys, twice my height. <laughs> as you guys um, are are able to beach the boat pretty pretty easily, and as the boat comes ashore, um, you guys hop off the boat, and you guys can see as soon as you guys step down onto the ground around you, these same shadows that are forming around the trees begin to sort of uh, creep out from around the trees and almost start making their way towards you guys. Um, there's a bit of a moment of panic uh, before you see um, uh, one of these trees amongst the the forest begins to glow slightly. And Shry, hey. you look over. You look over and you see this. And um, Shry, you recognize this as one of the guiding trees of the forest. Um, and as you look over, the tree begins to glow, and the glowing from the tree almost pushes back the shadows there and is creating sort of a safe perimeter around this one singular tree and on this beach area um, that are, are keeping the shadows that are creeping in at bay. Alma's going to run up and hug the tree. <laughs> um, it's it's warm. It's surprisingly warm. It, there's sort of like a gentle glow to this tree uh, that's providing warmth. <sighs> that's nice. March, March, come feel this tree. I... I I, oh, okay. I'm just, I'm very cautiously. I kind of just go up to it and just, just tap it, tap it, tap it. Feel it very kind of like, what is this? Am I going to get sucked into a tree right now? Because, <laughs> you know, I just watched Alma disappear. People go overboard. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I don't trust anything right now. So, like, yeah, well, I guess like, it's nice and warm, I guess. It feels very, so nice. While they're, while they're doing that, can I just, like, scan and see if I can find any twigs or, like, branches or something that I could use to start a fire? Yeah. Um, I mean, long story short, this is a forest. So there's foliage <laughs> and branches just about everywhere. Um, well, there is there is um, a lot of, uh, quite a few dead branches and stuff within this. There, it's like a 20-foot radius of mm. glowing light um, where the shadows are not intruding. And there's quite a bit of branches there. Hey, Flynn. Yeah, what's up? And try it, try it. Do you think this is one of the important trees that help guide us? I do believe it might be an initial entryway. If we find more near it, lead in a certain direction, perhaps that will help us find the center of the commune. So, so Flynn, do you think we should build a fire now, or or just try to get to the commune so that we have more more beings around us? Well, I don't know what's going on in the commune, and I don't know how safe it is. So it might be a good idea to get a get a rest in now before we run into some danger. Like, we don't know how the town is. It, it could be overrun. We might we also run the risk of. I mean, we don't know. Uh, are are there gaps of shadows between these wards that we'll have to cross in order to 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 get to the commune safely? Like. Uh, Shreya, do you know, do you have any sense of how close we might be? We, you know, we've sailed pretty, uh, far into the forest. Uh, so maybe we're closer than if we had just come in from the front. I've only entered and left this forest a few times. I like to think I was meant to find these elves. Hopefully we're meant to find them now. But I do believe that 
These beacons will guide us just they just like they guided me the first time that I found them. DM, can I can I tell what kind of uh, magic is being used here on the tree? Is it is it can I assess whether or not it's the light that's keeping the shadows at bay or if there's farther uh, warding going on? And and maybe if I can recreate it. Uh, yeah, make an arcana check for me. Act. Uh, that is a twenty-one. A uh, twenty-one. Yeah. Let me uh, let me see exactly what this is. So this is going to be. Um, so you are uh, you know that this is. Uh, some pretty strong abjuration magic. Um, this is uh, a spell that has been cast on the tree itself, um, and that it's not—it's not necessarily um, originated from the tree, but it was something cast upon the tree. Um, and very easy to see that it's obviously keeping the shadows away um, as the shadows are trying to creep in towards you guys. Um. Are there any limbs of the tree that seem easy to remove? Um, you look up and it doesn't really seem... The, the ones that are near to the ground are some pretty thick um, mm-hmm. thick branches. They get a little bit thinner once you climb, once you get up the tree, um, but nothing near the base, no. Hey, okay. uh, Alma, can I, can I see that ore, the glowing one? Just for a second. I'll give it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a tree, and I hand him the ore. Um, I'm going to just walk over to an area where the shadows are with the mm-hmm. ore and see if the glowing ore um, pushes the shadows away like this tree is doing. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, you walk up to the edge of the shadows with the ore, and as soon as you get to the, the edge of the shadows, the glowing ore seems to dim a little bit, as though the shadows are coming up and, and almost consuming the light around the ore. Um, you pull it back after a second, and the glowing brightens back up, but as you push it into the shadows, they they consume the light around the ore. Interesting. Okay. Um, so this doesn't work. Only the tree does. I'm famished. I'm going to start this fire. Here's your ore back. <laughs> there is one thing I could try. First time I came into these woods, while seeing the trees, I could feel the energy pulsing also from under the ground. I could feel it coming up through my legs and into my body. Perhaps, and I look at the tree, perhaps there's something more than just the beacons that we can see. And, uh, I'm going to tap the crystal of my staff to my forehead and plant it in the ground as I reach my hand forward toward the tree uh, and uh, the, I, I, there's light that pulses from the staff and from my forehead and I'm going to druid craft my way into this tree and see if there's any kind of communication between this tree and other trees. Nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, you drew your craft, you drew craft yourself into the tree. Um, and all of a sudden you, your consciousness feels like it's expanding a little bit as you can feel this network of trees that's been set up, um, uh, within this forest. You can feel that the roots of these trees are not one in the same. It's not of the same tree, but underneath the ground, the roots of this tree seem to 
intertwine and almost like a handshake um, meet with the next tree and the next tree and the next tree. So you could feel the energy um, moving on beyond this tree. And uh, you can feel that there are other trees very close by that are just like this one. I think I might have a direction for us. There's more trees? Well, there, there are many, many trees in this wood, but I do believe I might have found a way of discerning which trees lead the way we like to go. And uh, in feeling the sort of the interconnectedness of the trees, um, it feels like uh, not quite as much of a web, but it feels like there's a, a long string of them heading north. It's sort of one tree connected after the other. Uh, so I, I open my eyes again, and am I able to sense these with my eyes open, or do I have to keep my eyes closed to get a sense of which way this is going? You... Um, with your eyes closed, you can feel a little bit more of the direction of the trees and sort of the path that it takes. But uh, with your eyes open, you can look beyond and actually see within the into the forest um, a couple, um, at like 40 or 50 feet away, there is another tree that's glowing. Hmm. I think it might be wise to try to find my brethren deeper in the forest. There are, there are fewer of us, and we do not know the numbers of whatever these shadow creatures are. Uh, so, uh, the the odds are that this will not be a safe passage through the through the woods. I I think it's I I think I'm I'm on uh, Flynn's side here in terms of maybe we should take a breather. So that yeah, is anyone? Um, worse for wear. I kind of took a minute on the boat, and I feel a little bit better. But I want to make sure all you guys are on tip-top shape. Also, those fish—how are they looking? I don't know if they're gonna last much longer. I'm not tired. Okay. You're never tired, Alma. <laughs> don't listen to her. She doesn't sleep. She's always up and happy and excited. I'm on the side of Flynn here, and that the fish are here. We should probably eat them now before they spoil. And uh, I, I believe Kayla can use a little, a little bit of a rest, at the very least. I'm just tapped. I'm, uh, I'm sapped of any sort of... Uh, the, the use I can be uh, uh, is as little, uh, if yeah, anything but a, were to happen. but just a little nap isn't going to help me. Right. No, I'd need an extended time. So, do we so risk it? Do we just push just... on, try to get to the common? So, I mean, and then we could have like a real meal and a long time to go to sleep and wake up refreshed. Unless the town's on a ro- overrun by ghosts. Well, or we can we can see Why how that they? is. I mean, we're, but do you really want to pitch up a tent and sleep all night out here? If we're that's what it would take. <laughs> if we're let's say let's imagine for a second that we're moving from you know warded tree to another warded tree, uh, then. We, we're as safe here as we might be, you know, three trees down closer to the, to the commune. I uh, agree. Uh, not to mention, uh, we could get a better sense of what we'll need uh, when we're there. Uh, for me, I have to 
anticipate uh, the kind of magic I'll need to use in order to uh, have access to it. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, I mean, I just want to make sure everyone's okay. Uh, like, no one's cut or, or bruised or anything. They don't need to, um, uh, like, a bit to make sure they're okay. I feel my burns that were healed yeah, um, earlier this morning. <laughs> and I say, Oof. just as good as I was two hours ago, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh. Try it. I guess we're following you, bud. Very well. Let us be on our way. Um, before we leave, I want to put my both of my hands on the tree and just like lean my head against it and whisper goodbye. Um, um it gets about uh, not much, but maybe a degree or two warmer as you say goodbye. Uh DM just for uh, keeping track uh, yeah. while we were on the boat uh, just at the tail end of last episode I applied one of my healer's kits uh, mm-hmm. so I so uh, a- as you're estimating the uh, livelihood or uh, for lack of a better word uh, Flynn of our group like I-, I look wounded but I have been bandaged I- I'm-, I'm in I'm doing well <laughs> I am repaired uh, no problem I feel like I'm the only one that really benefits from a uh, like an hour long rest, but right now I don't really gain too much back. Just the ability to heal a little bit. That's true. And that's a fair point. But yeah, that's what you're for, right? <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have I have some supplies left. Uh, should we need them? So can be done. Great. Just stay next to me. I'll keep you safe, and you keep me healed. You got it. Stay out of the shadows. They take light away. Yes, I'm uh, curious to see exactly how, where the lines are drawn between, you know, the shadows cast in the forest and the whatever uh, supernatural forces at work here. So, as you guys uh, lead off into the forest itself, um, you guys are able to sort of get to the edge of this radius of light that the initial tree is is casting and you guys can see just outside of that radius another radius of light is beginning to emanate and you guys can see sort of this interconnected pathway from tree to tree to tree um you guys see one in front of you and another one just beyond um uh, uh, another grove of trees and you guys are able to to see sort of a, a clear path forward so, so yeah DM, what do we? What kind of distance are we talking? Like, are we talking when you play like hopscotch, like a nice, like a nice hop would get you to the next? Light? Yeah. So there's there's uh, actually a couple a good couple foot overlap between each uh, protection mm. radius. So you guys are able to walk freely from tree to tree, um, but uh, if you guys you know were to falter at all, then um, you guys would be within the shadows. Uh, so, like, single file line? It would pretty much be single file line, yes. And there are points where, you know, at these interconnected points of light, um, 
you guys are sort of ha- having to almost squeeze past um, these these branches that are. It looks like they're reaching out, trying to grab Ugh. at you. Um, but you guys are able to move from tree to tree, and you guys are moving within the safe space. But just beyond, out into the shadows, just beyond where you guys can see, you guys begin to hear whispers and voices, and nope. just very very quiet voices. Can, can we have? Tied like can we have like tied a rope like little kindergartners <laughs> and sure. all be holding yeah. on to it? Yeah, you can definitely do that. Okay, uh, is yeah. everyone cool with that? Yeah, what's could the we order have, we, we want to have? That? Yeah, I feel like Shire's in the front because he's leading us through these trees. Um, I'd like to take the rear just to make sure um, if anyone gets pulled away, I can see that happen. Okay. Um, but other than that, whoever wants yes, to be I will in between, be just just in front of uh, Flynn there since we agreed. <laughs> that I would protect him and he yeah. would protect me. I'll go in the middle and and um, March. Do you want to go in front of me? Yeah, I'm going to be directly behind Cheyenne because I am just not down with you know whispering shadow tree creature things that I cannot see. I am absolutely going to have uh, just my my warhammer just ready to go, just at the faintest sight of you know. I'm just, just, just holding it, just prepared. I don't do well with things that that whisper in the dark. So. I would just like to mention that I'm faintly annoyed by where, having to hold on to the rope. <laughs> I've, I've barely got a grip on it. And just, just being pulled along. <laughs> All right. So safely secured uh, with the rope in between you guys, uh, you continue on from tree to tree to tree, and you guys continue to hear these whispering voices almost calling you into the forest, calling you deeper out of the light and into the trees. After a couple minutes, the whispering subsides and you guys begin to hear the sounds of of creatures, but these are not pleasant creatures. These are not birds chirping. These are deep growls of what sounds like wolves and, and just like guttural roars of these creatures around you guys. And... After a couple minutes, only about 15 or 20 minutes of walking, you guys walk into an open area, um, completely devoid of trees, devoid of, of shadows. You guys open up into a beautiful forest commune. Um, you guys look around and you guys can see that there are these glowing trees sort of making a perimeter around this, this area of forest, um, protecting and keeping the shadows out. You guys look around and you see um, makeshift but still beautiful houses made of wood and almost made into the trees and made with the nature. Um, you guys look around and it's it's only maybe 15 or 20 of these actual structures. It's not a very big commune, um, but you can see elves moving in between the buildings, moving back and forth. Um, You can see that there are people being tended to. You can see that there are uh, people making trades and and talking. And you can see in the middle of this commune, directly in the middle of this this circle of an outcropping, um, what looks like an, an ancient temple. It's made of mostly stone, and it can, you can see it's it's overgrown with vines, but in this beautiful sort of natural way. And as you guys walk into the commune, uh, you guys see uh, a couple of elves walking around. And uh, what would you guys like to do as you as you approach? 
I want to drop the rope and sidle up to Flynn and elbow him in the in the ribs because I'm down there with him and <laughs> and say, see, have a little faith. We made it fine. Yeah, I mean, it worked out. I just, you know, I just want to make sure everyone's safe. But, you know, yeah, it worked out. We're good. And I'll stroll up next to next to Shreya and kind of be there at his side as he takes the lead. Shreya, do you see anyone? This look of uh, relief and comfort kind of washes over my face and my my body relaxes just a little bit. Um, my feathers sort of like stretch out a bit uh, and then go back to where they were. Uh, and I approach uh, one of the... Do I, First of all, uh, do I recognize any of the elves in front of me? Um, looking around, you do recognize a couple of friendly faces. Um, most of them you haven't really had any serious time with. Um, make a uh, perception check to see if you uh, see anyone that you know by name. Uh, da, da. 15. Uh, 15. So you can see uh, walking around, just exiting um, the uh, the stone pillars of the temple in the middle, uh, you see a friendly face. Um, you see a very tall elven man. Uh, he's got very long brunette hair, very intricate braids and uh, beads all in, inside of his hair. Um, you see he's wearing these brown and green robes, and you immediately recognize this as uh, Farlane Autumnloft. Um your friend who you had uh, who you had spent some time with here in the commune and uh, he's one of the one of the only people who you really know by name here um, but he uh, he does not seem to notice you I approach and I say is that my good friend from the autumn loft family And he immediately, his head whips around and he sees you and uh, his face just lights up and he rushes over to you and envelops you in a huge hug. And he says, oh my God, Shreya, all of Elbor praises your return. I am so happy to see you. Likewise, my good friend. Uh, I've been longing to come back to your brethren and the rest of these pure of earth. I've brought back some companions with me that may be able to help with our impending troubles. I see that. Oh, my, you are all so brave of heart, and I am thankful to the moon and back that you are all here. Can you repeat his name, please? Yes, his name is Farlane Autumnloft. Mr. Uh, Autumnloft, uh, I take it. Uh, wh- what, uh, what's going on here exactly? Uh, uh, Shreya's given us a Something of a briefing on the effects the shadows have had, but uh, how, how recent is this development? Is it has have the Timberlands always been uh, coursed in this way, or is it a new development, or, or is it is it getting worse? Uh, please tell us. The the Timberland around here has always been uh, uh, wild to say the least, but it has never been this dark. Um, this is this is very new. Um, as Shreya, I'm sure, can tell you, this um, only really started happening um, uh, just over, uh, I'd say, six or seven days ago. Um, uh, when Shreya left, uh, things were just just beginning, but now I'm afraid they've gotten much worse. Uh, um, 
Go ahead. DM, about what time is it now? Um, the sun has gone down over the horizon. It was about an hour ago. Um, so you guys are, are probably pro- approaching 7.30, 8 o'clock. Is it a big commune or like how many buildings are we are we kind of seeing before us? What's the and what are they made of and stuff? Yeah, so um, looking around, it's mostly um, like handmade buildings. Um, most of them are made of a couple of them are made of like some very rough stone and um, branches. Uh, most of them are are made out of um, like uh, wood logs and stuff like that. Um, mostly huts, things of that nature. Um, you look around and you can't spot more than maybe a hundred elves here. Mm. Uh, M- Mr. Autumncroft, correct? Autumnloft. Auto- Autumnloft. Apologies. Uh, hello, I'm I'm March. Uh, we've just met Shreya recently. Uh, we'd love to hear more about exactly what is occurring here and a- get a better understanding of how perhaps we can help. Is there anywhere we could sit? It was um, an adventure getting here. Oh yeah, um, yeah, of course. Um, there is uh, most of this area here is safe um, because of the trees they've been protecting us um, but at night we found that the shadows begin to creep in once more and really the only safe place is the temple at the moment so that's we're trying to gather everyone to, to go to the temple right now I guess to the temple we go well, yeah, I'm, like, if- I'm like semi-enthusiastic about it but also very like Yay! Kind of vibe. If you guys would like to join me, I'm I'm heading there Before myself right now. Before we depart, uh, you must meet my friend Flynn. Uh, he is from an elite group. Uh, I do not know how much familiarity you have with the High Elves of Addersfeld, but I met I met one of their leaders there, Melaru Cardinal, and she dispatched this short one. Uh, but they uh they have much experience with hunting the great monsters and beasts of this world, and this this one here is one of their ranks. Uh, it's an it's an honor to have you. What did you say your name was? Hi, I'm Flynn, fellow Eve. Uh, it's great to meet you as well, and I really hope we can sort this out as, as soon as possible. I did have a quick question. Um, are you guys doing this to the trees to make them uh, glow and keep everyone safe? Is is there a way that we, we can like carry that around? Um, Oh, I'm I'm afraid this was done a long time ago. Um mm. this uh these trees uh what you see the the glow of them is the result of numerous spells cast over many decades. Um these are are um many spells on top of each other and I'm afraid this is not something that that can be done within a day. Um otherwise we would have we would have continued to do this. No worries. I love them. Yeah. Oh, they're they're amazing, aren't they? Well, we'll uh We'll sort this out as soon as possible, and that's a that's an iron light promise. I I appreciate your expertise in this matter. Um, if you would like to follow me, I'm I'm heading over to the temple right now, and we can uh, further debrief there. I'm I'm afraid I'm um, uh, uh, not quite sure how much longer the we'll be safe out here. Sounds good. Lead the way. And he turns around and he he leads you all back into this temple. Um, it looks like this is um, it, it's mostly just like a series of of stone made into a circle. Um, 
uh, like a, a few vertical pillars of stone that have been wrapped in these vines and, and beautiful flowers. Um, it's an open air temple, so there's no real ceiling or anything, but uh, it, it looks like there seems to be um, some sort of, uh, there's like sitting areas on the ground and um, it, it looks very beautiful and it's a very warm feeling when you when you approach. Can we tell who the temple was built for? Old gods, new gods, um, which this, god? This, <laughs> um, <laughs> this looks uh, very uh, like a very old temple, but you can make a religion check to see exactly uh, who this might be to. Sure. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. So, um, looking around, uh, there's no real definitive iconography. There's no symbols. There's no words written on these stones. Um, you personally don't don't know exactly who this is built to. Can I can I tell just from a glance? I, I don't need to make a check if she if she has sort of done the check. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can make a quick check too if you would like. Sure. Uh, a religion check. Yeah, uh, that is a fourteen. Uh, fourteen. You again. You don't really see any definitive iconography. Right. Um, but on. as Farlane sort of um, leads you guys into the circle, you can see that everyone in the commune is beginning to gather around. Um, the uh, gather around the the center here, um, and it seems like this is sort of the safe space. Um, and as Ferlane leads you within the temple, um, he says, "Okay, um, I, I am at your aid. I'm at your disposal. Um, what will you all need moving forward to to get rid of this darkness? Does it have some kind of source? Is there often things of this nature stem from some kind of conduit?" Uh... Is there what what changed in the last week or so to make it expand? Was there anything big that happened right before they started? And if there was anything big, did it come from any specific direction? Um, there was uh, nothing big like that that I can remember. Um, about uh, eight or nine days ago, there there was a group of uh, goblins that got. Uh, that came through our camp and, and uh, disturbed a little bit, but um, there it was. It was only maybe three or four of them, and, and uh, we were able to get rid of that infestation fairly quickly. Right. Which Are direction you... did they come from? Um, they came. They came in from the west, um, and then we were able to drive them out uh, in sort of a, a the northeastern uh, direction, but. Uh, Beyond that, I don't know why they were here. I think they were just lost. Oh. Did it seem like they were drawn to something or looking for something? Um, I I could not tell their motives, but um, it did not seem like they were here for us. It did not seem like uh, we were what they were after. You didn't ask them? What did you do to them? 
No, uh, we uh, we just attempted to drive them out. Um, they they came into our camp. They stumbled upon us. Uh, it, it appeared by accident, and they uh, they began to try and steal uh, from some of us before we noticed. And then um, eventually, we we were able to find them and uh, and draw them out. I see. Glenn, uh, you're a monster hunter, right? Isn't this kind of your your expertise? Do Do you know where we might start? Well, it, uh, is it? Did you guys see any type of creature? I've I've never seen a monster that takes over a forest and makes it dark. Um, is there any kind of inclination that there's like a big creature around the area that that may be living in a cave that we can go investigate? Um, normally these these woods are inhabited by the largest thing around here might be a cave bear. Um, but uh, maybe some wolves, but we really don't get any large creatures um, around the, these parts. To frame my understanding here, the, the forest has always been dark to some extent, yes? Because otherwise, why make the, the wards in the first place? If there's, It's always been wild to a, uh, to a certain extent, as any forest can be. We choose to live out here to live amongst the chaos um, uh, of just uh, nature. But, but Mr. Autumnwaft... Yes. Forests being wild does not mean they're covered in shadows, right? So, so that exactly is correct. What, so, when you say wild, does that include the the encroaching darkness from all sides, or is that is that has that begun in the last week or so? Uh, the shadows have have come within the last week. Um, as, as long as I have been here, which has been a considerable amount of time, many decades, I have never seen anything of this sort. So the forerunners of this forest, they put these wards up uh, knowing that this might occur? Do you think? Um, uh, from the stories that have been told to me, um, the original founders of this commune um, set up this place as... Um, sort of a halfway point uh, for travelers coming through the forest, for people to uh, come and rest and for people to be safe. So these trees were imbued with magic to keep uh, more along the lines of wild animals um, out just for uh, for safety. I would like to... Um, actually... Farlane, in the morning and daytime, I, I know we're in a forest, so it's pretty shadowed do the shadows kind of recede a little bit like is it safer to travel the sunlight overhead definitely um uh helps dispel some of the shadows um they seem to be drawn back during the day but at night the the shadows really um are able to do whatever they want it seems and the trees are, are the only thing that protects us but um I, I'm afraid since Centria has left, um, some of the trees have begun to go dark, and uh, some of the magic has begun to fade. Um, well, guys, I don't know about you, but maybe we try to get together with everybody tonight and and learn more about the shadows and what's happened and what they've what they've experienced with the shadows, so that we can prepare ourselves for tomorrow and and go into the forest and try to pinpoint a source of this? It definitely tracks that we should make our move at sunrise to maximize on the amount of light available to 
to put these shadows at bay at least slightly. I would be curious to see if there's any correlation to where the uh, uh, goblins were headed and to where the uh, wards on the trees have begun to dissipate. Because there might, if there's any uh, connection we can draw, then that might give us a place to start. I think we should definitely start where the wards are starting to dissipate first. We also should probably try and find a way to safely walk through the shadows. It seemed like the whispers are probably not a good thing. I was, um, maybe we get, I don't know, some kind of tree branch that has this glow on it. I don't know, maybe they have some kind of idea way that they travel through the forest because it doesn't seem like a great idea to walk into that without knowing more about it. So I guess, yeah. Well, actually, that's why never, we're going yeah, during the day. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Sorry. I'll, uh, also, I would... Way. It's okay, Flynn. You're new to this. It's okay. Um, experience. Alma is uh, quite the monster hunter herself, it would appear. Flynn <laughs> kind of slowly walks away and kicks a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shreya, you something in your mind? Whenever I would have trouble amongst the inhabitants of my original tribe where I where I come from, I, we would always look to our elders. We would always call call our tribe together when we had crises like, like this. We, we never experienced anything quite like this. Though, I don't know what the affairs of the commune are at the moment, but perhaps before we retire, perhaps we could call call a larger meeting of of the larger commune and and uh and see if any of the elders had anything to say I think that's a great idea also do you guys have any like hunting parties that could join us maybe anybody who is very brave and and could walk with us through the forest maybe maybe as an extra hand um well i most of the commune here um we are um, very against any sort of violence, so um, we do not have anyone who uh, who could have necessarily defended us. The trees have been doing that for us. Um, the some of the most able-bodied of us uh, went out into the forest um, just the day after Shreya left, and um, they they were not seen or heard <gasps> from since. Um, only only one of them has returned, and he has not spoken a word since. Where is he? Uh, he's he's off in the temple. Um, he, he's actually uh, just right over here, and he he points over to um, sort of the opposite side of of this temple. And you can see a couple of people, um, a couple of elves, crowded around um, this this other elf who seems to be sort of shriveled up onto the ground. <laughs> How did I not notice him before? I, I'll <laughs> I'll rush over to him. That's. Okay, um, you you push push two of the elves aside um, and and take a look at him. How are you gonna try to assess this guy? Um, I would like to see the source of his his injury, or if he if he's ill, or um, yeah, I just want to see um, if if he is wounded externally first. But then I'd be curious to see uh, if there's anything farther deeper. Yeah, uh, make a medicine check for me. A 10. That's a 10. Um, you look and he is laid down on the ground just in a ball. And he seems to be shivering and he's sweating. And um, he's just 
sort of taking in very, um, uh, very quick and sharp breaths. Um, he seems to be hyperventilating a little bit uh, as he is laying there on the ground. Uh, how how old does he appear to be? Um, as a, is he, he's an elf, I take it. He's an elf. Um, yeah, so he still looks. His features are are still very young, um, and so you you get that he's probably a younger elf. Um, but you know, in elven years, that's still pretty old. Son, son, how you doing in there? He continues shivering on the ground. He doesn't even open his eyes to recognize that you're there. I'll um I'll pull from my bag just a, a cloth to wipe up his brow, and I'll um uh I'll look I'll, if he's got any if it, if there appears to be any like muck or disturbance to even just uh his appearance or anything I'll I'll, I'll try to clean uh, any any amount of that as well just try okay. and, just try and make him dry and safe and clean. Yeah, there is there is quite a bit of dirt on the side of his face that's that's laying down on the ground. So you're able to clean him up a little bit. And he um, he's just laying there in a ball. He's hunched over, sort of um, arms at his chest, just trying to seems to make himself as small as possible. What did you see, lad? What did you hear? He continues shivering and doesn't even appear to to notice you there. Um, can I, can I lift him to be into a, a more like seated position and help him get like braces back against the wall? Sure. Um, yeah, you can, you can definitely do that. Um, but his head doesn't even raise as you do that. His body seems almost frigid and completely tensed as you do that. Have I seen anything like this, uh, in my experience, uh, at Coldcrest or, or before? Um, Make a, make a history check. See if you can remember anything like this. It's not, it's not a good day for me, guys. Eight. <laughs> Eight? Uh, I mean, this looks like maybe it's like very similar to just like a, a common, um, common like cold, except everything is very heightened. Mm-hmm. Uh... I'll sort of do my best to just get on the same level as him, like make our faces um, on the same plane and just say, like, well, have your right as rain. It's going to be all right. Figure out what's happened here. Listen, my name's Kellick Gray and I'm here to help you. So the moment you find your senses... Come to me. Tell me what's happened. Tell me how I can help. And uh, uh, are the people around him, are they, uh, do they appear to be of any kind of medical profession or, or uh, priestly profession, uh, healer types? 
You look around and there were four elves surrounding him and you could sort of hear the chatter as you were talking to him and they were wildly speculating. They were going back and forth on, oh, uh, I mean, maybe if we, um, oh, do you think tea would help him? I I don't know. I've never seen anything like this. I, um, do you think we should, uh, should we wrap him in blankets? No, he, he looks like he's sweating. He's, he's too hot. He needs to be cooled down. And you can see that there's sort of a debate going on on, on how they can help this man. I will um, uh, uh, reach into my bag and uh, and just pull from it a few uh, herbs and hand it to the who who among them is the most is the least distressed looking <laughs> is the most is keeping their cold the most and just say uh, uh, it's a little bit of bark. Uh, and a few of these roots, if you if you brew them in tea, uh, or just have them chew on them, uh, it'll help abate the fever a bit. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's from the shadows themselves. There's only so much we can do in the material sense to ease his suffering. Uh, but uh, uh, the least we can do is abate the symptoms. And uh, you hand this to, um, it's an elven woman who, who takes this from you and says, okay, I, I'll, uh, I'll take this, I'll make this into a tea and I'll, I'll bring it back right away. Thank you very much. Of course. Uh, just as a quick, a quick thought that I will um, sort of, with uh, as surreptitiously as I might, I'm going to um, just turn and glance at him and whisper, Tiro Oculos. And uh, cast eyes of the grave to just look at him uh, through the uh, burning embered gaze uh, of my patron, uh, and to see if I can detect any undead about the the young man. Okay, um, you look at him with eyes of the grave, and as your vision expands to see if you can see any undead. You get the stench of undead coming off of his body, but it's not him himself. Um, it's almost as if uh, he's been around undead, um, as if the scent of undead lingers on him, but isn't emanating from him. Right. I'll dismiss it. I think he'll be all right, but look after him. If he says anything, tell us. We're here to help. I gesture to the rest of my motley crew. We will. Yes. DM, would we, would I know how long March and I had been on the boat for since the big explosion? Um, yeah, you guys have been on the boat just pretty much overnight. Okay. Um, So, so that, that whole thing just happened like a day before this, not six days. Okay. Yeah. Um, Trying to draw Flint, some parallels here. <laughs> uh, Flynn's probably not with the group. I think after after that little shot to his ego, he probably <laughs> stumbled off and started kind of like just walking around um, and got to like the edge, the outskirts where where the the shadows kind of meet the the, the, the forest starts meeting. And he wants to kind of like he'll just like be walking around, and be like it's okay, man. You. You can do this. You'll, you'll get there. You just, you know, just practice. And then, you know, once you, once you get a little bit of practice, just like mom said, you know, things take time. 
Um, and he wants to just kind of like start looking on the ground for uh, like acorns or anything unique uh, in this like forest that he can maybe put in his pouch and uh, and also kind of look out into the shadows as well. So kind of look, look for those two things. Um, yeah, so there are actually um, acorns littered everywhere um, if you want to reach down and, and pick one up. Um, yeah. This this little commune seems to be um, sort of in an area that's been, um, all the trees have been cut down in this area, but there are still sort of um, the remnants of where the trees once were. So you yeah. can you can reach down and grab one. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll reach down and and, uh, and I'll pick up a few and just kind of like hold them and like look at them. And just to myself, I'll whisper, oh yeah, I think I think mom and dad will like these. And I'll, I'll pull up my pack and I'll throw a few in where I put the uh, a stamp, I believe, that I got from, from yes. Coldcrest. I'll, I'll just kind of throw them in that same pouch. Like put a few in there. And then as I do that, I'll kind of look up and just kind of calm myself down, get back to center and just kind of take a look out into the into the shadows, like right, right. up against the outskirts of it and just kind of peer out for a few, few seconds. As you look out for a few seconds, um, you are once again, again greeted with that feeling that you had felt a couple days ago of looking into the forest and the cold chill runs down your spine and just this, this deep-seated unease forms within the pit of your stomach. Do I see anything? Um, or is it just completely still? Is there it any seems com- yeah. completely still and at this moment completely quiet. And it's this feeling of, remind me, say it again, wanting to go into that forest, an unease, he said. An unease. You're not necessarily drawn into the forest. Okay. But there's just, when you look into it for too long, there's this emptiness that forms within you. Can I reach down and grab one or two more acorns off the ground yeah. after putting a few in my bag? And can I take one? Just look back through my party is. And then look back and kind of smile a little bit and throw one into the into the shadows. All right, and the acorn tumbles and falls and it's just sitting there. I look out. No movement. No movement. And I'll kind of like whisper. Interesting. And I'll turn back and head to the group wherever Kalik is uh, helping the fallen comrade. I'll just kind of head over that way. Um, I've either called the rest of the group closer or just returned to them uh, and just reported uh, what I was able to observe, which isn't much. Uh, the I've seen trauma uh, before. I've seen uh, people shell-shocked and you know deeply troubled by the things they've seen. It, it, it's almost reflective of that, but but he's got a bad fever. There's some kind of illness that's overtaken him. And I believe there's there's someone death going on. Uh, is uh, Farlane still with us, DM? Or is he gone yeah. about yeah, he's right within earshot of you guys. I'll say, uh, Farlane, have have there been deaths in within the commune uh, that have happened, or has it all been outside in the shadows? Um, all of it has been uh, outside in the shadows. Um, uh, Ilduria has been able to keep us safe here within uh, the temple for the most part, but I, I fear her magic is um, is failing at this point. Interesting. Her magic is failing. Well, uh... Have you seen any... Have any of the people 
that have gone out and died or disappeared. Have you seen them come back? Have you seen them attempt to return, so to speak? We have not seen them physically, unfortunately, but um, every morning uh, a few of us wake up and um, some people claim to have heard their voices out within the shadows. I'd like to get a sense of how Ilduria might be taking in all of this darkness. I shall take my leave for the moment and attempt to commune with her. And then I'm going to start toward the temple and uh, try to find uh, whatever the center of the energy is in with it to, to try to find a place to meditate. Yeah, so there's there's sort of this um, central stone um, that's uh, within this temple, and it seems to be right at the center of the temple, and it seems to be sort of a, a meditating stone for people to sit on and meditate. Uh, I would like to sit on the stone and touch the the crystal of my staff to it before I plant it in the ground and, and raise my eyes up toward the heavens and, and dig my talons into the floor and uh, begin meditating. Okay. Are you, uh, what exactly are you meditating on? Are you meditating on anything uh, my, in particular? The, the focus of my meditation is to attempt to uh, commune with Ilduria and in, a, in as humble of a way as I can uh, feel out and attempt to become aware more through her and with her uh, and see what I see and feel what I feel uh, as it relates to the forest as a whole. Okay. So you begin your meditation. Um, it's probably going to take a little while um, for you to sort of get centered and and all of that after seeing the sort of the chaos that the forest uh, has to offer. Um, Farlane walks up to the rest of you guys and he says, um, if, if you guys are planning on starting in the morning, um, we have uh, sort of a designated sleeping area here within the temple. Um, I can show you guys to that area. I'm, I'm going to start getting everyone else ready uh, to go to sleep, if that's okay. Um, if you, Would you guys like me to, to sort of bring you over to that area now, or, or would you guys like to begin your investigation at, uh, at the present moment? I could use a rest myself. I don't know about the uh, rest of you. As could I. Yeah, well, I think a rest is a good idea. Uh, caution your people against any wistful sentiment. The voices they hear in the darkness are... not benign and uh, while that may seem obvious it's, it's worth mentioning I will tell them but I, I I must say when when those voices are the voices of of a father or of a sister or of a daughter it's it's hard to keep those temptations at bay I understand actually 
on our way to our area of respite, could you maybe walk us over to those wards that seem to be down? I feel like maybe taking a quick look at them might be a good idea just before we go to bed. Um, maybe we can fix them. I mean, if it's if it's the line of defense and it's not working, I, I'd feel better taking a look at them before I lay my head down to rest. What I can you point think? you in the direction, but um, uh, as the sun has gone down, I do not feel comfortable leaving the temple at the moment. Um, the temple has been the only safe place that we have found at night. It's up to you guys. I, I mean, we can... I thought, I thought that the wards that were down were within the forest. Um, there are a few to the north uh, of, of the commune that protect the commune itself um, that are beginning to fail. Um, their, their glow has begun to diminish. The ones that have been completely snuffed out are ones deeper within the forest. Yeah, that's... Sorry, Oma. That's what I mean. I mean, like, the, the ones that are here that we can check out, mm. the ones that are weakened. Just, just take a peek at them, maybe glean anything before we... Maybe we can fix them, or to know if this town is going to be overrun in the night if these are weakened. I'm going to bed. I don't really have a him. lot to be As able to I. protect myself if I go oh. out of the temple. Okay. I mean, Flynn, if uh, if Farlane is advising that we should not leave the temple, he is here. You know, he lives here. He stays here. If he advises to not leave the temple at this time, I suggest we go by what he says. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll do whatever you guys want to do. Um, We it's can, very, it's very brave of you to want to go out there. Well, I maybe I'm misunderstanding. I, I was thinking that these wards are not in the forest. They're like right over there in, in the town. Am they, I, are, they are, they are in the town, but they, they're the circle. They, they encircle this, this whole commune. But according to Farlane, he said that even the commune isn't very safe anymore. That the only place that's safe is the temple at night. At night. I guess we just check them out in the morning then. Yeah, because Farlane just said that sometimes when you're in the commune, that's when you hear the voices. And they could lure you into the shadows more. All right. But we can check them in the morning. Yeah, that's that sounds good. Um, is there... I, I watched... Um, Kellick had that conversation with that man. Is there like a fire in front of where he is, like a man-made um, fire in front of him? Yeah, there are, at this point, there are a couple of campfires, campfires that people have set up um, around the temple. One of them is pretty close to where he is. Okay. I would like to, um, before going over, following um, Farlane to where the sleeping area is, I'd like to walk over there and um, just stand kind of like right next to him. Um, with my leg kind of touching his body and um, I'd like to um, reach out to the towards the fire in front of him and um, as I do so it um, doubles in the amount of bright light it provides um, and I just kind of like touch his shoulder and walk um, away as the bright light begins to glow brighter he winces and and tenses up even more and sort of kicks his legs out and tries to push himself away from the fire. Oh, I lower it again. I dim it um, the same amount that it glows. I actually, I can dim it by half. Okay. Um, and as soon as you dim it by half, his body still very tensed up, but 
begins to relax just a little bit. The shivering um, subsides barely. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and as the rest of you guys are sort of uh, getting ready for your night's rest, um, Farlane uh, steps up on the uh, meditation stone near where Shreya is and looks out to over uh, the entirety of the commune. And uh, everyone sort of takes a moment to look up at him. And he, uh, he speaks to the entire group. And he says, Now, I know that these last couple of days have been trying for all of us. But for tonight, I know Ilduria will take care of us and we will wake in the morning again safe. We have new adventurers who have come to our commune who are going to help us and who are going to fix this problem. They will find our friends and our family and they will bring them back safe. I know that this has been very tough, but we now have hope. So, everyone, get a good night's rest, and I will see you all in the morning. Good night. And he steps down off of the meditation stone and uh, begins to go over and set up where he's going to be sleeping. Um, after he walks away, I'm going to walk, kind of like walk up to Kalik and, and tug a little bit on his robe to bring him down to my level. I'll kneel. Um, do you know who Ildoria is? She's gonna protect us. I don't. I don't. Who is that? Alma. I don't know the ins and outs of what's going on here, but I can tell you for sure, Ildoria will not protect us. Who is she? You don't know. No? Well, uh, for a time she was, uh, very powerful. But, uh, that time has passed. I think we're on the brink of something. Uh, the world is changing in ways I never thought possible. And, uh, I'm afraid. And I don't like to be afraid, but, uh, I think I have a right to be, given the current circumstances. So, uh, let's, uh, let's stay safe tonight, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, Calic, you looked at that man. Do mm. you think we should be worried about him? Do you think maybe he could turn into something like we saw earlier. It's just that he was scared of the light and uh-huh. there's nothing to be scared of there unless you're preferring the darkness. There was some... There was some... shadow clinging to him. And I, I couldn't tell whether... You know, it was within him or just a residue of something else. There's things I could do for him, but I need I need energy. I need time. Well, do uh, you think maybe we shouldn't all sleep at the same time and we could keep an eye on him? I think that's um, 
twice. Especially considering your age. Hmm? I just, I'm impressed with the amount of, you know, forethought. What do you mean? Forget I said anything. Okay. Uh, You're weird. I can't argue there. Um, just as a cursory thing, uh, DM, I would like to, um, just, uh, uh, Maybe even retroactively have, you know, just um, given the, the man uh, a kiss on the forehead and uh, said uh, non doom and, and cast Spare the Dying on him. Um, it, uh, it won't do anything really mechanically, but uh, just as a, an act of grace. Okay. Um, and when you did that, you saw no visible change. Yeah, I didn't think I would. Right. Uh, Alma, uh, I don't know what you know of the gods and their workings. Not a whole lot. I mean, I learned a little bit, but we f- we're very focused on select... Like, I don't know how many there are, and I don't know anything like that. I, like, just know what I know. More every day, it would seem. Uh, Is that normal? Well, what's normal, Ulma? You cast a spell and you blinked out of existence. And I was here the whole time. Of course you were. Uh, so, uh, the short answer is No. <laughs> It's not normal, but it is uh, the way it thinks. Uh, just be on your guard and don't trust the gods. It's not worth it. And I, without, I like completely, uh, like, whip away almost. Like, okay. Do you think I upset him? <laughs> I, t- I turned to Marge. Be like, I'm going to kind of just shrug and be like, let's, let's just go to sleep. And I'm just, I'm pretty much just going to put all my stuff down, um, but keep kind of almost, almost like in a ready to sleep kind of area, but have my war hammer like it's, like it's a baby. Uh, deep in my meditative, like dream trance, like state, uh, I'm going to repeat these words in my head. Um, Ilduria, ancient one, sacred one, your light traverses all the corners of this wood. Where, where, what might I know about how the edges of your light might be fraying? How can I help heal this land? Okay. Um, you continue to repeat that over and over and over in your head. Um, you uh, you feel that it might take a little bit more time to, to get any sort of answer, um, but you are deep within your meditation and you've sort of found your zone there. Um, with that, um, is everyone choosing to go to sleep? I think, um, sorry, Shreya is away from us. We were led away while he was in the center of the temple communing so now we're kind of off in a different area and he's not with us 
You guys are all sort of within the same area. The temple itself only spans about 50 feet. Um, so it's not it's not a huge, huge thing. Um, it's mostly just like a, a circle of rocks, basically. Um, but yeah, you, you are pretty much always within sight of Shreya. Okay, uh, I think Flynn, um, realizing everyone's kind of going to sleep, um, I think he would kind of turn to the group and, and kind of just be like, um, guys, I think we probably should have at least some kind of watch. Um, should we double up? I mean, I'm down to stay up a little bit longer. I'm, I'm feeling okay. Does anyone want to watch uh, with me? Kalik, March? I've basically uh, gotten into bed and I have like a pillow over my face. Like I'm like a, just a wreck. March then. March, would you like to stay up March with is, me? March is snoring. Alma, <laughs> are you awake? I'm a, I'm awake. Hi, I'm awake. Um, do you, I do think we should watch, um, but since it's just you and me, we probably should split it up and just be you and me, and then maybe I can like wake March up after. Yeah, Kalec, just us two. Once he gets once he gets a full sleep. Yeah, just us two, and then we wake other people up to watch. No, no, like you and I watch. But we watch at separate times so that you can also get enough sleep and I can get enough sleep and then I'll wake somebody. So so you'll watch and then you'll wake me up and I'll watch and then I'll wake somebody else up. Okay. This was the, you know, looking forward to kind of chatting with some of the party members and getting to know them better. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, We can get to know you later, like tomorrow morning when we're all traversing through the forest. That's a really good time to get to know people. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> when, we're, when we're trekking through a, a forest that's trying to lure us to our deaths, we can learn about our... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll wake you up in a few hours. <laughs> Good night. And I'll just kind of stand up and just start walking around the... Oh, before I've gone to bed, I say, hey, um, can you keep an eye on that guy who's uh, shivering? I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my reasons for doing a watch. I, I feel like keeping an eye on him is a good idea. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll wake you up in a bit. Thanks. Um, cur- I'm going to curl up next to March and get some steal some of her warmth. Just like my head is completely covered by a blanket and it's just like up against her side. And very instinctually, March now kind of is going to do this thing where she's got kind of Ulma in one arm and her Warhammer in another. Like, these are my children. I protect them. Stance. <laughs> yeah. Flynn probably doesn't say anything, but he's just kind of walking around. And one of the thoughts to his head is like, are, is that is that a mom and a kid? Like, is that her daughter? Like, but he doesn't say anything, but he's just thinking of that. Um, so, uh, Flynn, as, yeah. as you're walking around, um, you're sur- starting to sort of take the perimeter of the temple. Yeah, just doing like a little um, patrol kind of like around, yeah. Yeah. Um, after, you know, a lap or two, um, Farlane walks up to you. And uh, everyone else seems to be resting at the very least, if not fully asleep. And he walks up and he says, uh, so uh, you can't sleep either. Um, yeah, I mean, it's mainly just, I feel like I, we should keep an eye on things, especially that guy over there that seems to not be doing too well. We saw some weird stuff, um, at Coldcrest when we, where we met up and, you know, I'm kind of wary about any type of weird stuff going on. How you doing? Uh, uh, as well as I can be doing. Um, my health has not left me, um, thank the gods, but, um... 
I I fear for these people here. Hey, man, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll figure out the problem. We'll sort it out. Don't you worry a bit. Um, side note, I took some acorns from the forest. Is that cool? Am I going to get, like, smote? Um, oh. No, the 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 forest uh, the forest provides for all of us. Uh, Great, I, I'm sure that's uh, not going to upset any of the trees if that's what you're worried about. Yeah, I kind of am because they seem to be reaching out a lot sometimes. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess what. So I was kind of off walking around. What what happened a week ago? That's when this all started, and you didn't notice any changes. Yes, uh, it started not as intense as this is now. Um, We could not see the shadows creeping in. It was a little bit more subtle, um, unfortunately. We we had a couple people disappear before we understood what was going on. It... uh, It's it's difficult because I, I really... I do not know how it started... But um, I, I do not wish to speak ill of anyone, but um, the, uh, the man, I don't know if you've seen the man over there who's laying on the ground uh, in, in a pile of his own sweat. Yeah, what, what's his name, by the way? I don't know if we got that. That might be something we should have just in case he wakes up. Um, yes, uh, his name uh, is Alathar Dazumin. Zooming, got it. He um, he was one of the first to go off into the forest, um, just before this this all began happening. Um, I I again I wish not to speak ill of anyone, but the timing is suspicious. Hmm. So you think he may have something to do with this? He may be the reason why this shadow stuff has happened i i truly have no evidence yeah. um apart from the timing he uh he was one of the few who um insisted that uh we continue chasing the goblins out from our camp um to the north he thought that uh they they got a taste of of what goods we had here and and he thought that they might bring more back so he he was of the mind that we must continue chasing them um so him and him and two others um went north for a day or so to chase the goblins further away to ensure that they didn't come back um and when he finally stumbled back to camp he uh, unfortunately was in this condition and the other two members never returned Oh, I have not seen them since. Um, well, I have a feeling that uh, some of our party members might be able to remedy his situation in the morning. So we might be able to glean some information from him and see what's going on. Um, As uh, someone of your profession, um, what what is your opinion as to what we should do with him? I, I, over these last few days, I have tried to think of things. I, I do not know, but I am now almost certain that we, we must give him back to the shadows. He, he belongs there. He is not doing anything for anyone here, and, and I fear something might come of him. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a predicament. 
Um, I don't know. Part of me thinks that, you know, if if it was someone that I cared about, and I'm assuming you care about this man, he's part of your group, you wouldn't want to just necessarily let him die. Maybe we put him in restraints or something? If Because we were kind of thinking maybe something might happen, like he turns into a crazy monster. Um, maybe we tie him up? Make sure that he doesn't lash out or transform, if that's even what's going on here, which honestly, anything's possible at this point. This place is weird. I just simply fear that the darkness within him will be contagious. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll find out in the morning. I, I don't I don't want to do anything right now, except keep an eye on him. Okay. As as the expert, I will take your opinion. Yes, I know these things, and that's my expert opinion. You're doing okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting tired. Maybe I do need to sleep. I think we all need a little bit of rest. Yeah. All right, well, if I think of anything, I'll give you a wave, but I'm just going to keep walking around in circles and, you know, this small temple until I fall asleep. Okay. I will see you in the morning then. And he walks off and, uh, and sits down back in his little cot that he had set up and, uh, lays down. Um, during all that, could I glean if maybe, I don't know, uh, if he was maybe trying to push blame onto somebody else for something he's done, uh, if he felt like maybe us being there is worrying him. Yeah. Uh, make an insight check sure. for me. All right. Okay. It is a plus. Oh, that's a good roll. That's a real good roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, total 20. Nice. Total of 20. Yes, sir. Um, definitely happy to see you guys there. Good. Um, he is very paranoid at this moment. Of this um, man or just in general? In general. Mm. He is, he's looking for answers. He's desperate and paranoid. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's putting on like a pretty brave face. Um, like he's sort of taken up the leadership role here. Um, so he's sort of trying to keep everyone cool, calm and collected. Um, but Deep underneath, behind his eyes, there is some some intense paranoia. Okay. Um, and then during my patrol, I'd just like to maybe take a look outside and just kind of like periodically through my, my watch and just kind of look and see the progression of the shadows getting closer and maybe mm-hmm. see if I can spot the wards that seem to be dimmer. Yeah. Uh, make a perception check for me. That's better. But the roll's not eight. Eight. Um, looking out into the forest, um, you're once again just met with that cold um, sort of abyss that uh, that you see out within the trees. Um, just very surface level, what you see is um, the trees to the north are just very slightly getting dimmer. Um, the glow isn't as tense, intense, and you can see the radius of light sort of retracting. Um and you look to the south, just sort of 
comparatively. And the the trees to the south are much brighter. You can see um, the glow is sort of emanating from the very tips of the leaves and the very tips of the branches, um, almost like this this golden dew that's collected on the outside of them. And you look off to the north again and just very less intense. Um, you said Farlane went to sleep, right? He he, Or is he still walking around? He went to he went and he laid down on his cot. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with that tomorrow morning. I'll just keep walking around, just keep an ear out, and then whenever my watch seems to be kind of coming to a close, I'll kind of walk over and uh, whisper to Alma, kind of like wake her up. Alma, Alma, Alma. I, I'm now like a starfish, like I'm just <laughs> <laughs> spread out, and I like lift my head up. Ah, uh, ah, uh, what? Uh, what? Hey. Mm. You dream about anything cool? <laughs> <laughs> I dreamt that there was water everywhere and mm. I was in the water and there was all these little little things swimming around me and then they had tentacles like we saw earlier in the day and they started smacking people and then I grew tentacles and I started smacking people. It was, it was crazy. Felt pretty fat, powerful though. It's kind of cool. Man, you have a cool mind. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. I guess. Here's your ore. I don't think it's glowing it's anymore, but <laughs> I, figured, I figured you might want it just to kind of, <laughs> just to keep your patrol. Um, uh, 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 thank you? Yeah, I'm going to get some sleep. Th- thanks. Wake us up <laughs> if any trouble happens. Uh, okay. And don't go out in the darkness. Yeah. Duh. Okay, just want to make sure you're safe. All right. You don't have to, like, look after me. Just go to sleep. Yes, I do. And I'll go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Oma, you are now up and awake. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to do as as your watch begins? Um, First, I'm going to put down the oar. (laughs) Um... And look at the man who's shaking. Has he fallen to asleep? Is he shaking in his sleep? Is he still awake? Does he look... What, what's going on there? Um, at this point, he seems to be uh, unconscious, in a state of unconsciousness, still shivering, still sweating, still curled up in a ball. Um, but for the time being, he seems to be unconscious. Okay. Um so yeah, well, during my watch, I'll, I'll keep an eye out, but I will also, um, you know, play with the flames around me, just kind of putting them through a rainbow of colors and, and just watching them, watching them change colors while I kind of keep an eye on everything. Nice. Okay. Um, make a perception check for me. As you're looking out and around to see mm. if there's there's anything out there. Mm. No DM. There's nothing out there. I will not look. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Um, 18. 18. You uh, 
looking around, you don't see anything out into the forest. Um, into the forest is just this cold, dark abyss of nothing. No sound, um, no movement, nothing. Um, but uh, looking over at the the elf that is shivering on the ground, um, at this point, he seems to be going in and out of consciousness, sort of startling awake and then falling back into unconsciousness. Not really sleep, but just passing out. Okay. Um, and that's all you are able to sort of discern. <sighs> yeah, I'll just continue to watch and just continue to continue to look out at him. And so, like, I'll, between my, like, keeping the colors going, um, I'll just kind of, like, look up every once in a while and look out at him. Otherwise, I'm just j- staring into the flames. Okay. Um, are you going to be staying awake for the rest of the night, or...? No. Um, this is my question for you. Yes. This is a community of elves. I'm assuming they probably sleep less time than everyone else, or are they going to sleep until sunrise, or will they start kind of moving around a little earlier? Um, yeah, so a lot of them, when they sort of bedded down for the night... Um, it didn't really seem like a lot of them were going to sleep. It was just sort of like a general rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they might be doing that until just before sunrise. Okay. Um, that's sort of the like meditating that you get. and, and yeah. but they're not focusing on anything. So, so yeah, I will, um, at, at the end of my rest, I'll go and um, poke Kalik, Kalik on his nose. Kalik. Hey, Kalik. I just Kalik, Kalik. Kalik. Yeah, what? What? Hi. Um, I think you've slept for enough time. Maybe you want to wake up and 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 watch, and I can get a little bit more sleep. Hi. Yeah, that's uh, not sensible. Were you here? Were you what, taking watch on your own? Uh-huh. Why? I'm surrounded by all of you. What do you mean, why? I don't know. Because. Because you're why? A... Alma. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, well, we I should talk about all this. a little. I've seen a whole lot of the world. More of the world than any of you have. Go do your watch. I'm going to bed. I give her a wry smile and just, just nod solemnly and and uh, and uh, <laughs> give her a pat on the head <laughs> as I as I walk past. I shake my head a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Go back down, pull the blanket over my head, and fall back to sleep. Uh, so before I take uh, my watch, Sam, I want to go uh, over to Alathar. And, okay. Uh, um, does he seem? Is he? Is he uh, like thrashing, or is he just uh, like like a dog, like panting? Uh, yeah, it's it's mostly heavy breathing, shivering. It's not. Yeah, it's not like full on spasms. All right. So I will uh, approach him softly, gently, and I uh, I will. Uh, uh, I'll take a bit of um, uh, from my bag a, a bit of uh, graphite, just like 
uh, graphite powder. And uh, I will uh, um, place it uh, on the, the corners of his eyes. Uh, and uh, and I will uh, whisper Aistimo. Uh, and I will cast uh, protection uh, from good and evil on him. Um, to see if I can abate some of his suffering. Okay. Um, would you be able to read the exact wording of that spell for me? <laughs> so what it does is, or what it will do if he is currently afflicted with something, it can't cure it, but it gives him um, advantage on his saving throws uh, for it. Uh, uh, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Uh, the protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have this advantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw against it. The relevant effect. Nice. That's great. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, and then, uh, just for me, how Level long one. does that spell last? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have to maintain concentration. It's up to 10 minutes. You have to, okay, up to 10 minutes? That's right. So you cast that, and immediately he jumps up. Easy, lad. Easy, lad. Talk to me. Who are are you? Who are you? Where am I? It's all right. It's all right. Uh, My name's Kellogg. I'm a healer. Uh, I'm here to help you. Uh, what, 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 uh, what, are you, are you, are you, are you feeling, uh, okay, can you, can you, uh, make, uh, heads or tails of where you are? Um, oh, uh, and you can see his hands are still sort of clutched around his chest, um, holding together, um, sort of just grasping near his chest. Right. Um, what's your name, lad? (sighs) Give me a second. I, t- I can't. I can't remember. All right. All right. What's what's uh, what day is it? What's uh, what's your favorite color? Hmm? I d- oh, green. I. That's I good. Think. That's good. Green is good. It's a great color. It's gonna be all right. What's the last thing you remember? Oh, well, uh, there was, uh, go- goblins. Oh, okay. There were goblins, um, and then they, uh, there was the red wolf, the red wolf. Oh my God. Oh, the red wolf. You saw, you saw a wolf. Was it, a uh, uh, an animal, uh, or something, something else, something more? It was, I don't know what it, it was just, it kept, it kept, it's, it's this, this, vision in my head of the red wolf red wolf all right and it did it speak to you i couldn't i couldn't shake it 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 just it was i couldn't understand it it was whispering to me mhm so uh, in in a language or just in in growls it uh, it was a whisper i i don't know i couldn't understand it though what did it want from you could you tell i don't i don't know right Take a deep breath. There you go. There you go. Oh. I like your your boots here. Uh, 
uh, where'd you where'd you get these made? Ah, uh, thank thank you. Um, they were uh, they were passed down to me from my father. Oh, your father. That's good. That's good. Do you like your father? He's a good man. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. That's good. He ta- he taught me a lot. Can you can you feel the stone here on the wall? And he reaches out and uh, yes. Right, how's it Ooh. feel? It's it's nice. It feels warm. Uh, feels warm. Yeah, it's nice in here, right? And it, uh, well, what's the texture like of that stone? It's uh, it's it's smooth. Yeah, That's it feels good. very comforting. Good, good. You're all right here. You got people here who care about you. And I um, I'll sort of I'll 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 wipe his temple again with the the, the rag. Um, okay. Are you? Do you think? Uh. Uh. You feel all right? Do you feel uh? Uh. Can you breathe steadily? Yeah. That's good. Let me just, just give me. Give me one second. And still sort of clutching at his chest, he uh, he moves in closer to the stone um, that's that's right next to him and sort of just huddles his body right next to it. Mm. And he leans his face up against it. Um, I will um, uh, pull... Is it a torch or a sconce that's that's um, the nearest source of, of light to us? Um, there are a couple of campfires. Um, there are... Uh, there's some, like loose wood that you would be able to to grab that have flame on it. I would um, I'm gonna pick up one of those and and, and bring it uh, over to him. Immediately it's like a knee-jerk reaction. He tries to get away as fast as possible. He starts scooting away and uh, begins shivering once again. Alright, alright, alright. It's, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll put it back. Oh. Lad, do, you saw the red wolf. Do you, do you remember what happened to your companions out there in the shadows? I don't. How did how did I get here? Where did you, where did you find me? You were you were out uh, at work doing doing good good work. I I uh, I'm inclined to believe trying to protect this place, and uh, something happened to you and your your. Uh, your group out there. You were the only one to return. You stumbled back here. I, I don't remember coming back. Where are you sent? Do you remember something telling you to go? I, I, I don't know. Alright. Well, uh... I wish I could help you more, lad. Are you? Do you feel? Are you hurt? Do you feel injured, or is it just fear? I, I just feel very cold. Hi. I know the feeling. Uh, and I'll grab a blanket uh, from a nearby, even from my own uh, bed that I was using, and bring it over to him. Uh, put it over his shoulders. And as you do that, he he sort of 
continues shaking again. Um, definitely subsided from his initial shakes, but uh, still just a little bit of a shiver. All right. Uh, well, uh, do me a favor. If you start to feel scared or, or, or uh, like you're being pulled in one direction or another, you touch this stone again. You touch anything close to you. touch this blanket. Just focus on how it feels. What temperature it is. What color it is. It's going to be alright. And I'll keep an eye out for you. You have my Thank word. Thank you. Alathar. By the keeper. I bind my oath. I will do my damnedest to abate what ails you. Thank you. And he clutches onto the blanket and continues wrapping himself up within the blanket. After a couple more minutes... Kalik, you begin to see the sun just beginning to rise over the horizon. Golden casts of light come through the trees, and uh, you're greeted with that, that warmth of the first light of the day. Um, you look around and you begin to see these elves begin to, to come out of their sleep or their rest or, or whatever state of rest they're doing. And the commune begins to to become lively once more. DM. You look over to uh, the rest of your party as they also begin to awaken. DM, would it yeah. have been possible towards the end of this when um, Kalik was doing this and speaking to um, Althir? Alathar. Alathar. I wrote down his name, but I definitely put letters in the wrong position um <laughs> is it going to be possible that i have sort of just woken up and was just sort of sitting on the edge of my cot and just observing what was happening or is that can i have been able to do that not saying anything not not interacting or not wanting to but just observing that they were speaking yeah um i'm just gonna have you make a straight constitution check Okay. To see if you were able to uh, stay asleep. So on this, if you roll low, you're going to have woken up. If you roll high on your constitution, then you would have been able to stay asleep. Okay. I stayed asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, that came out to 18. Yeah, so uh, you all begin to awaken with the light of the early morning um, as the commune begins to uh, wake up around you. (sighs) Good morning. Good morning, folks. DM, just to confirm, I was able to get a long rest in, right? Yes, at this point, you have all gotten in a long rest. (sighs) Well, that felt great. How's everyone else? Ooh, is that fish still good, do we think? Maybe? No? 
No, it's. Oh. What is it? Uh, fish and visitors smell in three days. So we got we have a minute. I mean, where's where's try it? Might be all in right. His his feathers, right? You seem like a hardy enough lass. So I don't know. It's worth a shot. That is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank you, sir. I'm so sorry, Marge. <laughs> Sounds like quite the life you've led. I mean, I, I wasn't, I, except for Alma. Alma says nice things to me every day, but, you know. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, she's sweetheart. Shreya, um, as you have also completed your long rest and sort of keeping that chant in your mind for an entire night, um, you had experienced a couple of visions throughout the night. Um, nothing very powerful, but just just slight visions. You saw a vision of a candle going out. You saw a vision of walls beginning to close in. And you saw a vision of a red wolf. And you're only now really able to process exactly what you saw now that you are coming out of your long rest. I'm going to approach the group and unfortunately uh, the dreams I had were quite disturbing and I feel not very much closer to divining through the divine what the source of this darkness might be. Did you turn into a water creature with tentacles too? Uh, I can't say I, I have any sort of experience with that kind of dream. Do you? Yeah, that's what happened to me last night in my dream. So I just, I thought your dreams might have been similar, you know, because you said they were disturbing. And, and it's pretty disturbing to grow tentacles. It's also very disturbing to see images and creatures that do not seem quite so friendly. What I did saw you see? a candle being snuffed out and I felt the walls closing in around me. Then I saw this image of a red wolf. Also, a red wolf. A did red it wolf. seem friendly? He was just omnipresent. I dared not go further. Mm. Or back away, only to keep my focus on the red wolf. Uh, DM, by the way, uh, this is kind of a up till this point kind of question. Has the moon been waxing or waning uh, as we've been going through our nights? Now, obviously, I know what waxing and waning means, but for the sure, people who so, don't know what waxing so and waning waxing. means, could you please explain that to them? <laughs> <laughs> you see, in my world, uh, <laughs> the, moon the moon doesn't it, wax it, or It might be mind. that when there are si the cycles of the moon where it looks like it's getting bigger, growing fuller, uh, might be waxing, and then shrinking to almost nothing uh, might be waning. <laughs> oh, okay. Well... Obviously, I knew that, so let me answer that as if, uh, <laughs> as if I did know that. 
Um, it w- is in the so, process so slowly of waning. Becoming, is that the right way to say that? Becoming, yeah. uh, nothing it over is waning. The, over this yes. Yeah. Period of nights. Nothing. Yeah. If there's no moon, then it's the new moon. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's doing, the, it's doing that know. one. So very that disturbing indeed. In the back it seems the light is um, starting to grow dimmer and dimmer all around. Try. You said something about a red wolf in your dreams. Hey. Wolves are usually friendly to me. I, and I, my head sort of, my head turns and I sort of trail off. Uh. Did it, did it say anything to you? Were there, were there Not that I could make out. This red wolf seemed to stare at me. I don't want to say mockingly or tauntingly, but with this glow about him that I was gazing into certain doom. The uh, the afflicted man, uh, Alatar, uh, he he encountered, uh, whether in this plane or another, I, I can't say, but he encountered a, a wolf of the same same variety. It could be coincidence, but I'm inclined to believe there's something. Uh, wait, farther. you you talked to him? Know? Oh, I just yeah, we just had a conversation with. Him. <laughs> Is he? Do I look over there? Is he still shaking? Like, is he? Has he reverted back to? Actually, as soon as you look over to him, you see him sort of huddled in his blanket for a second, and then his head is thrown back, and he <clears throat> and he falls over to his side and begins shaking once more. No. Well, that was what? Really weird. Uh, Can't uh, like do something. He's you- cursed. There's, there's. I don't have the magic. I'm not. I'm not powerful enough. But you stopped it for a little bit? How yeah, were you I, able to speak to him? I can abate. There's something hanging on to him. There's some spirit, some other... Is other this like violent thing. shaking? Flynn runs over and tries to help this man. Yeah, you run over and his yeah. his shaking continues. Um, you can see he's once more in, in a cold sweat and he's completely abandoned the blanket that Kalik has given worse him. than what it was before? Just about the same. Okay, I thought it sounded like a seizure. Okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll just go over then. Sorry, no, it was it was all of all of his previous symptoms were just brought back very okay. suddenly upon him. It's like a sickness, but it's not of this world. It's something else. And and when you talked to him, what did he say? Couldn't remember much, um, but he uh, he told me of a red wolf that. Whispered to him in a language that he couldn't understand. Wolf must be more than just a dream. It may stalk amongst the trees. Ugh. And I, uh, I start, I, I start freaking out a little bit myself he- as I try to calm myself down. So they were heading to the north, right? Yeah. So maybe that's- we should start that way. I could not agree more. We ha- we. The- the sooner the better. I can't speak to how long uh, an elven body can stand the stress that he's under. I'm going to reach into my pack and pull out um, like a, a piece of rations and I'm just going to like start eating that um, as we as I kind of like prepare myself to get out. Okay. So you guys all look out to the 
commune that is waking up. You see that the the elven man is now um, shivering once more, and you look to the north where the trees are beginning to dull in their glow. And looking out and wondering what you guys are going to do over the course of the next day, that is where we're going to end this session. Um, That was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with that one. I hope you guys did too. Um, But we're going to call it there, and we're going to see you guys all again next week. Goodbye. Hey everyone, it's Ethan. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of Venture Forth. We had a ton of fun making it, so I hope you guys had some fun listening to it as well. Um, We are on a whole bunch of social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we're also on Patreon. So if you guys want to help us out, uh, keep this thing going, uh, we would be so grateful if you guys headed over to our Patreon and just checked it out. Um, We've got a couple of great different tiers on there um, that gets you some really cool stuff from like uh, shout outs to uh, creating an NPC and a monster with me that will actually appear on the podcast. Um, So if you guys want to go check that out, please feel free to. And thank you guys so much again for listening. We can't wait to see you all next week.